Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Welcome back to Blood Types. We are on Season 5, Episode 3. Whatever I am, you made me. Oh, this was a crazy fucking episode. To say the least. Yeah. To say the least. Um, we'll get into it, but like, Pam's, I don't know if she's a bad bitch or crazy. All the baddest bitches are crazy, oh. so <laughs> you have to be one certifiable to be a bad bitch. Takes one to know one. <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Real recognizes real or whatever. All right, so what happened in the episode? <laughs> okay, so the summary. Bill and Eric barter for their lives with the authority chancellors and their leader, Roman. Sloan and Roman enlist a new ally in the face of Russell's return. Suki goes to Fantasia to ask for help from Pam, who is still caught up in her memories of Eric and the strange murders at the Comstock brothel. Andy's dalliance with Holly comes back to bite him in the butt. Later, he's visited by Gordon Pelt and Barbara Pelt, who are searching for Debbie. Jason bumps into an old high school teacher, but their reunion brings up conflicting feelings. Is that the whole summary? Yeah, that's Okay, summary. let's dive right into that. Okay. Because I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Yeah. And the thing was, he was coming on to her in the grocery store. I know! He put his hand up her skirt at her house. Yeah. He... Came on to this woman. Even she, up to the point where he penetrated, I guess, Mm -hmm. was like, no, it was wrong. Yeah. And let me tell you, this boy's post-nut clarity is astonishing. (laughs) He has the most insane post-nut clarity out of any TV show, any, like, anything. Any man whore TV show has never had the post-nut clarity that Jason Stackhouse has. Like, literally all the trauma came to the surface. And it was... He goes, you're right. What we did was wrong. Yeah. You were, you were the victim of, of rape. Isn't Jason. he also in his thirties and should have known better by now? Like, why did it take having sex with her one more time to be like, Hey, that's not cool. I mean, maybe it triggered him. Oh, he was triggered. <laughs> yeah. He fucking triggered him. Yeah. She's like, I'm divorced and I moved back. Let's go have sex one more time. Why did you penetrate a woman who has a cat named Prince Charming is what I want to know. <laughs> That look, even Prince Charming cat lovers need love too, Ashley. I believe they should, but not from a horn dog like Jason, and not from like not for a child predator like she was. Yes, yeah, yes. And ugh, ugh, ugh. I, I hate when he's like, "I remember everything you taught me." Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not okay. I I didn't need it. It'll probably never be brought up ever again. Yeah. And then when Jessica comes, he's like. Now he's like, listen, I've had these toxic coping mechanisms yeah. filled the void with sex because that's all I knew how to do, and now it's not working. Bitch, it's been five seasons. Yeah. Why did it take you so long? I know. But if you really take a look at Jason, I'm gonna I'm going to be devil devil's advocate here. Okay, his parents died when he was young. Mm-hmm. Everybody pretty much only cared about Suki. Like, she was the special one. She was the the one with the powers, had to protect right. Suki. So she he had to step in that protector role way before he should have. Yeah. Right. And then, let alone, like, the Amy trauma, all of yeah. this trauma. He is a troubled soul, for sure. And 
I guess around the time he was in puberty and it gave him something else other than sports to be good yeah. at. I think that that's why those are her, his his personality traits. Right. Like, I totally get it. Like, he, everybody fills the void with yeah. sex or food or drugs or what have you. That's not a new conspiracy thing, but here. But he's been this character... For so long. Right. They tried to like humanize him or make him better in season two just for him to go back and be a horn dog mm-hmm. in seasons three and four and up to now in yeah. five. Okay, you can't keep like trying yeah, trying to redeem him and then throw him back in to be like what everybody knows him as. Like right. I I need the show to pick one. <laughs> well, it's not going to. Okay. <laughs> Well, and it's also been off the air for years, so I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't bring my my frustrations to anybody because the writers are probably haven't even thought about the show. Yeah, for they're a like, while. we don't care. Yeah. So Jessica, during this time, was at a like clothing store mm-hmm. and told the lady there because the lady's like, you don't need clothes to keep Jason Stackhouse, and she's like, shut the fuck up, don't talk about my friend that way. She's a real one. Yeah, she is. Jessica's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not gonna allow you to talk shit. But then she smells this man. Who she then chases out of the store, essentially. Mm -hmm. And when he drives away, she's like, I can smell your scent. Terrifying. Right. But then that's when she goes to Jason's and they have this, like, heart to heart. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, like... Because she got horned up. Yeah, she's like, I have to fuck. And he's like, I can't. I can't even be friends with girls because I just want to fuck them all the time. Because I'm not some mechanical bull you can just come ride on whenever you want. <laughs> as of right now. Well, you've been there. Yeah, <laughs> as of literally this moment. But the whole thing about Jessica's little tidbit and this whole thing. Um, so the way this man disappears, you can assume he's Faye. Yeah. Hasn't she smelled sucky? Uh, right. She's like been so close to Sookie and she's like she's been there also, the whole doesn't time. doesn't everyone know that Sookie's a fairy? No. They just mm. know she's she smells good. Gotcha. I think it's only Bill, Bill. Eric, <clears throat> Russell, Pam, and the queen that's not Gotcha. Dead. Okay. Because that's what everybody wanted her for. I think they know she's different but right. they think she's a telepath. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay okay. So okay. they know she's weird but how is this new to Jessica? She's been in the room with Sookie multiple times and she should smell the same. Right. <laughs> also, this guy was coming in to buy dresses for his 16 sisters. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that is too many names to remember. That I barely remember any of my friends' names half the time. Many, too many. But it was nice that she is kind of Jason's... Friend. Only friend. Only real friend. Only real friend. Everybody already assumes this of him. Yeah. And nobody really asks how he's doing. Right. And she's going to be like, no, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to put on sweatpants and I don't know if I can help you, but I'll definitely listen. Yeah. Oh, she's a real one. Uh, all right. Well, we'll leave them. But mm-hmm. where do you want to go next? I feel also bad for Arlene. Oh, my god. I know she doesn't have that big of a thing in here, but I feel really bad for okay. her this season. Let's talk about it. Um, cause she's literally standing and her husband comes into her at work. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you do this to her at work when you're coming in and be like, I can't tell you everything. I'll tell you whatever you have to know. Yeah. And she goes, but he goes, but I'm leaving with Patrick. Okay. Where are you going? I can't tell you. And I don't know when I'll be back. And I don't know like how long I'll be gone and all this. And she has kids with this man. This is her husband. Yeah. Going you from- just had a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> a sweet, a sweet boy. He was a sweet man yeah. in season four. 
and he has loved and cared for Arlene all this time. And then now he's just like becoming distant and lying to her and pushing her across the room and doing all this crazy stuff, which I get it. I mean, he's always had mental issues, but like this is supposed to be your partner. Even her vows were like, we made vows together. I know. And he, she's like, I mean, honestly, God to her, what strength she had to be like, well, don't expect me to be waiting on you when you get back. Yeah. And then. Which good for her. Yeah. I'm glad that she set that boundary and was like, no, I'm not going to fucking be here if you're running off to play hero. With like tears in her eyes. Like imagine like how hard that had to be saying that. Yeah. Justice for Arlene, even though we never liked her at all. (laughs) We talked so much shit about her being a racist bitch. But she was racist in season two. Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. But now. Now I feel bad for her. Now I feel bad for her in the situation. She's still racist and everything we said is still true. But. I feel bad for her. No one deserves this. Mm-mm. All right. That was literally it. <laughs> okay. The other, like, non-really important thing. Andy got his nudes leaked on Facebook. This man. Another person where I'm like, can we stop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we stop? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he arrives at the sheriff's office. And someone named Rosie is m- mocking him because Holly... Holly's kids had posted pictures Mm -hmm. and labeled him Sheriff Mom Fucker. (laughs) That's pretty good. I know, right? (laughs) So, uh, Gordon and Barbara show up to look for Debbie, and at first Andy's, like, in a rage, and Mm -hmm. then he's like, oh, oh, my my bad, I'm sorry. Sorry. And he's like, we have found her car. Like, yeah, she's missing, Mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. And, isn't that it? Not what I expected them to look like. Yeah. Um, he goes to Merlot's and questions Sookie. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes. specifically. Yeah. And when questioned is used usely, more like accused to her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sookie is lying through her teeth. Yeah. Where she's like, I haven't seen Debbie. I don't like her. Um, we're not friends. We're not <laughs> friends. And if hating, disliking somebody is a crime, go ahead and take me. And um, he goes, well, she has family. Her parents are here looking for her, and she deserves justice just like you and me. And she goes, okay, well, justice is your job. I got to get back to mom. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Claps for Sookie. Yeah, I love that. Um, but during this, Lafayette is freaking oh the fuck gosh, out. He's yeah. like, we are going to jail. Yeah. We are going to jail. And Sookie's like, you need to get the fuck together, or else we will go to jail. Like, you need to calm down. But also, none of this was Lafayette's fault, but he's no. thrown right in the middle. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, uh, bitch. Well, get- we see how well it's played out for black men so far in <laughs> right. this series. You so <laughs> every man of color so far has died. That's not wrong. So I think he has a very good reason to be. Worried. And the only thing that happens with Andy before we move off yes. of him is he goes and he asks uh, Holly out. Yeah. He shows Holly the picture and she goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And he goes, Facebook's already taken it down. <laughs> yeah. And then he asks her out. I like them together. I don't I don't care for Andy as a character, but like when they're just like talking about their flaws. Right. She goes, You know I'm a witch and my sons are delinquents and I live in a motel. And he goes, Well, I live with my grandmother and I'm a recovering alcoholic and bee addict, so right. It works. Yeah. Kismet. Yeah. <laughs> and your kids hate him already. Yeah. And she's like, Well, well, why the hell not? Right. And that's it. But 
he the way he smiles and looks at her is so sweet. They are really cute together. Yeah. Even if he has to be happy, I guess. <laughs> it has to be with Holly. Yeah. But no more. I no. will not take anything else. <laughs> And if he has another where he's, like, drunk or on some kind of substances, I'm out. I'm yeah. I'm out. I'm tired of going through this with him all the time. Yeah. Get it together, Andy. Hey, get it together. <laughs> all right. So, I have broken down to, like, Bill and Eric at the Authority, Sookie and Lafayette chasing Tara around mm-hmm. town, or Pam's history. Where would you like to go? Um, I guess let's start with Pam, and then we'll slowly move that into Tara and okay. Sookie, and then we'll move that into Bill and Eric. Okay. All right. So... Pam. Beautiful. Pam. 10 out of 10. Lovely. But also going really fucking crazy. Gosh. So, <laughs> so Suki first shows up um, at Fantasia. This isn't the first time we see Suki in this, in this episode, but Suki is at Fantasia and is like, please help me find Tara. Like, I need your help. And she's like, I will fucking kill you if you don't leave. Like, I know everybody else loves you, but I am sick of you. I'm sick and tired of you. Get the hell out of here. So, then Pam, Sookie's like, I'm not leaving. I need to find Tara. And Pam fucking pushes her with her super strength. And then Suki uses her glowy fingers and sends Pam flying. And then Suki leaves. Um, Who is delusional to think she would help her? I know. Why she's would you like, go? She's like, I literally did my end of the bargain and you haven't done shit. Yeah. But if you look at it from Pam's thing, even when Suki got um, attacked... By the main ad. Right. Pam had to go through the woods to track it. Yeah. Pam has done nothing but Suki's grunt work. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I it's don't. like Rosalie not wanting to save Bella. Yeah. It's exactly same vibes. It's like you're, all you do is just cause me a headache. <laughs> yeah. And this is your problem. Like, this is your problem now. Yeah. I can't. You can't just come to me to be like summon her. She probably doesn't even know what that means. Right. Um, but I liked that. This is kind of in Pam's whorehouse, is where everybody meets for the first time. Like, Eric meets Bill, Mm -hmm. who tries to attack him over, like, they're draining a a mistress. One of Pam's girls. Yeah, and um, when we say them, is Lenora, is her name Lenora? Well, no, Leona, what's her name? Lorena. Lorena. I'm trying to mix her with Nora. (laughs) Lorena and Bill are draining a poor girl. Yeah. And the fact... Ugh, I want to know how much that, that actress got paid to lay there naked and say, drain me daddy. Like, I just... <laughs> also, where do I sign up for that job? <laughs> where, like, I'll take 750 bucks, please. What kind of paycheck is that? Just to lay there naked and be like, drain, drain me, me daddy. daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Would they have even said daddy back in that time? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. Well... Lorena was ahead of the game. She, she's a fucking, uh, what are they called? Trendsetter. Yep. <laughs> so I, okay. So what I love about this is when Eric is coming in and flirting with Pam and she's like, I like, no, you have to take one of my girls, like whatever. And I can't he, compete with the merchandise. Yeah. And he's like, everyone has a price, including you. And I was like, I know that's probably like a subtle dig, but also I'm really into it. It's hot. <laughs> but it's so weird to see them intimate. Yeah. Then kissing. I can't believe it. Yeah. But it doesn't I, feel right. But I guess we first met them as like a father-daughter kind of true, true, true. So I Look, guess we're not about incest. <laughs> once we are you, not. Once you establish a family tie to the both of us, we're yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's just weird. That's just yeah. weird. So um, Eric stops them from feeding this girl. Yeah. And Bill tries to stake him, but Eric is like, whatever. I'm stronger than you. Mm-hmm. 
and Bill tries to attack him again, and Lorena is like, you need to stop. So then Lorena is like, Bill is still new, and he doesn't understand the vampire lifestyle yet, and he's like, Eric's just essentially like, huh, okay, you have a lot of strength for a newborn. This is fine. Bill's such an <laughs> angsty teenager in this yeah. scene. Especially when he, like, stands up to Eric and, like, squints in his face. Yeah. And then, like, Lorena's like, let's just go. Let's just go. I'm sorry. Like, right. I'm sorry we didn't know this was your territory. And Eric, the gentleman he is in this scene, goes, no, you need to apologize to the lady. Yeah. And Pam, who's a hustling bitch. She's like, give like, me my money. <laughs> uh, that's $500 for every girl you've drained. Thank you so much. I will take PayPal. I will take cash. Yeah. I will take- <laughs> my Venmo is. <laughs> Here's my QR code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pay me, please. Yeah. And then they just grab their stuff and they zo- They only use the zoom out when it- they're already past Pam and almost out of the frame. Yeah. Why did they need that? Bill runs out, and then Lorena is just kind of like, sorry, sorry yeah. about that. And Eric's like, you need to control your bitch. Like, Pretty much. Like, it would be a shame to kill him, yeah. because he doesn't respect the elders. He's like the Voltori. We'll give him one more chance. Yeah. And if you don't, I'll fucking kill him. <laughs> so, uh, after after that, after the is paid, Eric and Pam fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And I have a lot of feelings. Yeah. Uh, I've already said that it's weird to watch. But they just post-coitus and they roll over and talk about life as a vampire. Mm-hmm. And she pulls a Bella. I'm telling it. She oh my pulls a God, Bella yes. immediately. She She's goes, like, I want to be a vampire. Change me. I want to see the world. Like, my life has no meaning. Like, once yeah. I'm old... I, like it's gonna like I'm gonna be able to do nothing because I don't have a husband and I haven't done that like I haven't achieved in that way what the society thinks is successful yeah and he goes you have no idea what you're asking that's a lot of commitment they've known each other for 24 hours and she goes, <laughs> make, make me yeah <laughs> I want the life commitment make me a commitment you just have to make me and then leave you, look I'll be like you could be a deadbeat dad yeah. like just uh. Make me and leave. But I think why they brought this up right now in this scene is because it directly correlates to Tara. Mm-hmm. How he goes, so leave a baby in the dumpster, did you yeah. say? Yeah. He was like, leaving a newborn in a gutter is no different than abandoning a newborn vampire. Yeah. Which is exactly what she's doing. And it's like, it's a deeper bond than you can ever understand. Okay. Yeah, Your you tiny know- little human brain <laughs> doesn't even understand the power of a maker. Okay. And not even wrap around Yeah. This. You're too dumb. And she's like, okay, bet. I'm going to fucking cut myself and bleed. That is the most ultimate, ultimate ultimatum I've ever seen. She goes, either I'm going to walk this life with you or you're going to watch me die. Yeah. I mean, fucking boss move. Yeah. <laughs> That's some shit that I'm like, I would do that. We don't condone. Yeah. Yeah. Don't please never cut yourself. Yeah. Never. Unless a hot, sexy vampire no. is there and is going to turn you into a vampire. Okay. Actually, I would cut my wrist for Eric Northman to make me his, his prodigy. I would try to kill myself for him to save me. Well, he's already done it now. He, like, he, it's old news. Okay. Well, I'd, uh, well, I'll find a new way. <laughs> I'll do something he's never seen before. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Well, when it comes to Ashley, I say not even then. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> but, but it's like they just slept together, mm-hmm. known each other for 24 hours, and she goes, I'm okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Bitch, how are you going to run the whorehouse? Yeah. And 
you see him, his fangs come out, and he, he runs to her. her. So you can assume where she is now. Mm-hmm. Bitch's plan worked. Right. Oof. Why did she have to do both wrists? Kind of like you rest. have to drive your point home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she pulled his feet right to the fire and was like, yeah. yep, this is, yep, yeah. we're doing it. Okay, so I guess we should go into Tara. Okay. And Suki would make the most sense here. Um, so when this episode starts, Tara is outside and she's looking at her hand and experiencing life as a vampire for the first mm-hmm. time. But it's slight, like, I said it's a mix of, like, driving at night with astigmatism and tripping on acid. <laughs> because the tripping she, on acid, 100%. Yeah. I don't know what an astigmatism is like. Have you seen, I don't have one, and I just see all these um Oh, like pictures, the pictures where it's where like. Where it's like the streaky yeah, yeah, yeah. headlights. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's that when she's looking at, like, totally. the possum and the tree. And then um, when she looks up in the sky and suddenly she can see all the galaxies. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah. <laughs> That's, this is the best my mind could come up with. Is... I think you are 110% yeah. right. And for I love the, that. Yeah. And if for the people who have an astigmatism, I'm sorry. It seems like a bitch. But I have to tell you, Tara's the best vampire. She's so, I, she has so much self-control. Yeah. Well. Oh, I wish you had seen Breaking Dawn Part 2. For the people who have seen Broken Dawn, Breaking Dawn Part 2, you could see the correlation here. Uh-oh. I'll know in a few months. You'll know. <laughs> or a few weeks. Yeah, you'll know in a few weeks, but then we'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. And this will make and sense. And I'll be like, oh. Yep. But so. That, uh, that poor girl. I know. There was a girl, poor girl who was broken down, had a flat tire. Yeah. And Tara is like watching her through the forest and yeah. sees her veins and she. She cuts herself, just like Bella at the birthday party. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh. Yeah, but then the girl sees Tara in the woods and goes, hey, can you help me? You don't see that she's covered in blood? I'm sorry. If I'm alone on a street fixing my car and I look into the woods and somebody is standing there, I am not going to say, hey, hey, what's (laughs) up? (laughs) Can you come over here and help? Help me. No, I am getting back in my car and trying my damnedest to drive away. I don't care what happens. I will drive on a flat tire. <laughs> so Tara, like, slams this girl's head onto the the hood of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then t- she, like, has a moment of self-reflection after seeing herself. Yeah. And, and leaves. And she, apologizes. Yeah. She's like, Edward, she goes, I don't want to be a monster. Yeah. Well. But then she runs and does the same thing to Sam. And she's hiding in the forest. Yeah. Outside, and Sam can smell her, and he grabs these pliers and starts going through the woods, and he happens to move the branch he's hiding behind, and she goes, oh, help me, yeah. I'm hungry. When he already started looking for you, that's the time to come out, babe. Right. That's the time to be like, Tara here, I'm right. hungry. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> but she's covered in blood, fangs her out, and he goes, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. And then brings her inside and lets her pretty much drink him out of house and home. Yeah. Just all of the true bloods, but who else goes there? So he doesn't really need them. <laughs> He's like, no one else needs these true bloods. Thank God. I finally have a use for them. Yeah. And you know, Lafayette, back to when um, Lafayette couldn't hold it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I'm jumping a little bit, but Lafayette's the only one that's remorseful this whole time. I know. Tara's like, she was going to, uh, Suki's like, she was going to die. Yeah. Well, yeah, people do that, Suki. Right, Sam flips his shit when he finds out. Mm. Ooh, he's so mad, but I don't blame him. Mm-mm. Like, everyone knows that this is 
not what Tara would have wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And Suki is trying to be like, she was going to die if I didn't do something. She was literally already dead. Yeah. Can we talk about um, Suki's asking around if she's seen, if anyone has seen Tara. First, she asks yeah. Arlene after Arlene just like told off her husband. Wrong time. Yeah. Or no, Lafayette does. Lafayette asks her because she's in the bathroom crying. And then Suki asks Sam mm-hmm. if he's seen Tara. And he's a terrible liar. Yeah. He is the worst liar. And he goes, think about her boobs. Think about her boobs. Think about her <laughs> boobs and the, the way fuck? she smells. Why couldn't you think about literally anything else? Because he can't. He can't. He's like, boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> and then after, like, that's kind of come out where what happened and he goes my brother died in my arms oh my god he died on a pool table yeah he died you, on a you pool- weren't even wa- holding him when he died you were turned around crying because you couldn't handle it because <laughs> it was too much emotion <laughs> for your little body but i goes, my brother died in my arms and if i had fought fought harder maybe had tried and not been fucking Luna in the woods. <laughs> maybe. If I wasn't a bunny rabbit, then. <laughs> maybe he would have been alive right now. Yeah, and, maybe he would have been. And he kind of sees their point about Tara. And that's where it comes out. He put her in the freezer. Yeah. Which makes sense to me. Maybe it's my tiny human brain. Right. Makes sense to me. Put her in the, her in the freezer. He had what? Three hours to figure out what to do with a whole ass vampire who was unconscious yeah. in his arms. And she like doesn't have blood, so she'll be fine in there. She'll be fine in the cold. Yeah, this is like the best case scenario. I know that's pretty fucking smart, Sam. Yeah. I'm I'm all behind that. Um, but now there, <laughs> he just puts a sign that says "Don't come in, danger broken" or something yeah. like that, where it's like out of order. And I was like. Okay. And Suki and Lafayette are like, we have to stay here all day. Make sure no one fucking touches that yeah. freezer. He's the cook. Why would anybody else go in there? Right. Oh, Terry. Terry left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. So I why do you have to Good watch point. it that hard? Put like a camera on it or it's like a sensor that goes whenever somebody opens the door. Yeah. And Suki's like, that'll work. And Lafayette's like, what about when it gets dark? Well, that'll be somebody else's problem. No, it's still your problem. (laughs) We haven't got there yet, okay? We can't think that far. So, Tara wakes up in the freezer, and Lafayette's trying to give her true blood, and at this time, Alcide comes in, and he is asking about Debbie, and she's like, there's nothing happening. There's nothing going on. You don't have to worry about it. And then Tara throws Lafayette through the freezer door. Yeah, breaks it. And everybody obviously goes to check on him, and Suki then fucking plays dumb. Tara, what are you doing in there? And she goes, really? Yeah. Really, Suki? She's like, don't fucking be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's he's not going to find you cute after he figures out what you did? Yeah. She should have been like, when you killed Debbie? Yeah! Just go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. She can't hide anymore. She can't play dumb anymore. Just say it. Right. Um, But I'm with Arlene in that, where Mm -hmm. she hid behind Alcide. Oh, I would have gone behind Alcide, too. I would have been like, nope, I'm not dying. (laughs) Yeah. And then they find, like, they find out uh, she's a vampire and she leaves. And she's like, if you come near me, I will kill you. Yeah. Which, fair enough. Yeah, I will. Fair enough. I won't. Maybe one day Suki will respect your wishes, but I don't know if it's today. Yeah. (laughs) No, Suki doesn't know how to respect people's wishes. Uh Uh-uh. So, um, Arlene is, like, going off on Lafayette about Tara becoming a vampire. And he is like, you need to leave me the fuck alone and you need to get out of this fucking kitchen. 
And then he grabs a bottle of, be- of bleach and puts it in the gumbo. He almost kills the whole town. What the fuck? He's still a brujo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a brujo. You see him in the... Why is there a little rearview mirror above the... Anyway. Oh, uh, from when um, Mikey was in there and... Oh. Yeah, his Terry was watching him. I was like, why does it need a rearview yeah. mirror? But good point, good point. Um... And then he dumps out the gumbo and realizes there's there's evil inside mm-hmm. of him, which totally forgot about. Like that right. seems no like that's that's the least thing. Right. But Suki finally had to be honest. Oh my god. With Alcide, and she has the audacity to tell him that well he had to pull it out of her that she killed her. Right. And immediately, like as soon as the words left her mouth, she goes, "I gotta know if you're gonna tell anyone." Yeah. I gotta know. You just told him you killed the love of his life. Well, no, I don't know love of his life. He would have been trying to hump Sookie's leg this entire time if he was madly in love with Debbie. True, true, true. But they were together for years. True. And went through so much. Yeah. And instead of being like, instead of that day, I would have called Alcide immediately and then come get your bitch's dead body off my fucking floor. She just killed my best friend. Like, I'm not covering it up and hiding it from you. You are coming to get your bitch out of my floor and you are taking care of it. I don't think she's... Tara was the main concern until... Well, true. After Tara was kind of... After garage. after Pam changed her, that would have been my first phone call. After yeah. she was in the ground, I'd be like, you need to get over here right now. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have hit it from him. I would have been like, this is why I'm not fucking you. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Your crazy ass ex-girlfriend's here. Come get her. Yeah. But he just leaves. He, like, doesn't say anything and just leaves. Mm, I said, wait a beat. Wait a beat. Give him two yeah. seconds. He already punched a truck after you told him, and you think it's safe enough to be like, You're not going to tell anyone, I need right? to know if you're going to tell anybody. I need to know if you're yeah. going to tell anybody. I got to come up with another plan that's not going to work. Like, I got right. shit to figure out if you're going to tell somebody. He's like, I had your back, Suki. I had your back. Which, true, this man has been nothing but risking his life for yeah. you since the day you met. Um, helped you with your Eric problem to find him, and is constantly there for you when you ask. You could at least be honest. Yeah. Especially when she looked him in the face, not only like maybe 20 minutes earlier, was like, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. How is she people's I, favorite I character? Know. How is she people's favorite character? I love Suki with all my heart. She is a narcissist. But she's horrible. At oh, the, same the time. worst. Yeah. The worst. Um, and then Tara plans a suicide mission in a tanning oh bed. Oh my gosh. So yeah, she goes. But to... hey, that finally gets uh, Pam's attention. Oh, well. Yeah, because that bond between Maker and Prodigy, or whatever mm-hmm. they're called, is so strong. Um, I love that the, the, the tanning salon is called Curl Up and Fry. I didn't see that. And she, she breaks into this place mm-hmm. and turns it on as screaming because it's ultraviolet lights. And then Pam runs because she feels this, the pain. And I don't know, it, she kind of just like looks up from what she's doing. She goes, oh, st- Stupid bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that's where it ends. Yeah. But you could assume. Right. I hope somebody fucking goes and helps Tara. Well, I'm sure Pam does. I'm sure. Okay, so here we go. Bill and Eric. So the authority is still continuing to be like, what should we do? What should we do about Bill and Eric? Russell's still alive? What the? That's so crazy. And Roman is like, I will take your opinions under advisement. And is like, everybody leave except for Salome. Or Salome, or Salami, or whatever her name is. Um, and 
Roman says to Eric and Bill that Russell is the poster boy for the Sanguinistas and what he did on TV, which is like ripping the spine out and having his big speech. And then Roman is like, um, I am not going to see mainstreaming ruined by Russell. And I love that he called him a uh, ancient pissed off psychopath. <laughs> and I love that. If that doesn't describe him to a T. Yeah. And Bill and Eric are like, we understand and we will bring Russell here or we'll die. We'll die trying. Yeah. <laughs> and then Roman calls in the new Nan Flanagan who claps for Steve. This boy's got a big promotion straight to the top from God to vampire. <laughs> I, said, I said at first he's the new Nan. Yeah. But it makes sense because he the boy knows how to save face on media. Yeah. He's great at TV. Yeah. He's solely the purpose. Right. Um, until he almost fucks it up because he goes, yeah, um... Humans will just believe anything, so just let me know what you want them to know, right. and I'll do it. And he goes, you think that little of humans, that you'll underestimate them like that? Right. That are the whole reason we're all standing in this room. And then he goes, oh, oh you're foot, right, Daddy. Foot in mouth. <laughs> so, uh, Roman is like, okay, Nan told everybody that Russell is dead, and we just learned that is a lie. And Steve is like, there's no proof. And like you, what you said about them being stupid. Mm-hmm. And he... He's like, humans made us. We, we became, or they were here before us, and they are our ancestors, which is so strange. Kind of true, though. Yeah. Um, he is like, if vampires continue to act like savages, they will rise up with their armies and attack us. And if Russell pops up on TV again, threatening to eat children, he needs like a friendly crowd pleaser, and that is Steve. And then Roman, like, caresses Steve's face, which I was like, okay, get some action, I guess. That's weird. And then he tells Salome to ensure that Bill and Eric are scanned, essentially, to avoid repeat of the necromantic bullshit about Marnie. Then this bubbly, like, super cute vampire named Molly shows up, and she's like, hey, can you guys take your shirts off? (laughs) I had to place this on you. Mm -hmm. And it's called Ice Steak. I said if Steve Jobs was in the vampire business... <laughs> he would have this. 100%. There's an app yes. and everything. And it's strapped around their torso, right over their heart. And it's a indestructible device mm-hmm. that will pierce their heart faster than a bullet with one click of the app. And if you try to remove it, it will also kill you. And it's fireproof, waterproof. Really just, like, indestructible. Yeah. Um, You're not getting out of it. Why did she put it on Eric really slowly and then Bill really fast? Because she was taking her time with Eric. She oh. was like, this man's hot. She did say they're both too cute to be goo. She did, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like you, Molly. <laughs> um, oh, I loved when, just the, the little cute wit in this episode. Um, she goes, it's like a training bra. And he goes, it's been a while since I've worn one of those. So cute. It was adorable. So she has brought Bill down to the basement. Salone has. Yes. Yeah. And... He she asks Bill if he knows who she is, and he's like, um, he's like, no, <laughs> sorry, babe. Like I know a little bit, but no. And then she says, "Don't believe everything in the Bible." And she reveals that the Bible made her a convenient villain. Oh, well, this is when they're talking about Lilith, mm-hmm. and Lilith gets brought up, and she's like, "Well, the Bible made her into a convenient villain, which is so true." And she is now seen as like a dangerous symbol for female sexuality, and like people are very afraid of her. 
And Bill is then like, well, did she ask for a man's head on a silver platter? And she's like, well, it was just politics. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) And they continue to go on and on into the, like, history, essentially, of Lilith. And um, then Bill asks about the dance of the seven veils. And Salome said that she was wrapped in sheer scarves when she was delivered to her uncle's bed where the supposed dance began. And she then reveals that uh, she has been following Bill for, like, centuries at mm-hmm. this point and admires that he continues to follow his heart, which is something that vampires rarely do. And she's like, and I want to fucking help you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here for you, bestie. Yeah. And Bill's like, why? <laughs> like, why the fuck would you want that? And she's like, there's something about you that moves me. And after 2,000 years, I have learned to trust that feeling. Okay. Her vagina is the ultimate sanguinista detector. <laughs> she has a sanguinista radar <laughs> it in does. it. Just like, beep, 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 it beep, does. Beep. <laughs> like, you keep talking about how Eric's, like, Edward's dick, what's in yeah. there. Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, like, oh when they're gosh. getting scanned, they mean with her pussy. Yeah. Like, they mean straight. <laughs> with it's her like pussy. a TSA, like, wand. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, I didn't know that they were having sex until the weird moans started. Yeah. Like, when he ran over there and lifted her leg. It wasn't until they started, like, moaning at each other that yeah. I had any idea sex was happening. Right. And then with Eric, she was, wasn't was as coy. She literally was like... Uh, I'm talk, naked. Talked about <laughs> Nora. And it's like, oh, you're hurting. Let me see if I can help you unhurt. And then literally just gets naked in the bed. Yeah. And she, he goes, okay. She's like, I know that Godric made you both. I know that Nora is your sister. And also, do you want to fuck? Pretty much. <laughs> and then she goes to the Guardian. Guardian comes in after everything. And she goes, they're clean. Yeah. And then they fuck. This girl gets laid all the time. <laughs> all the she time. had the best job in this TV show. So Nora is uh, being tortured and she is just like saying absolutely nothing. And then yeah. she is like, I am a sanguinista and I like hate mainstreaming. Like I believe Lilith is literally going to dance on your, your corpse. Yeah. yeah. And... Rosalyn, who's the one torturing her, Mm -hmm. is just like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep fucking torturing you. Like, Mm -hmm. thanks for that information, and I'm going to kill you. I don't know what she thought would happen after she spills the beans. Yeah. And then Bill and Eric have this weird moment in an elevator where they both realize that they fucked the same girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And and Bill says, a gentleman shouldn't brag about sloppy seconds. Which, how did he know? Because Eric said something about fucking... Well, I know. I mean, how do they, he know who did it first? Oh, that's a good point. Who knows? Bill just has a, a built-in sense. Feel it, yeah. He was like, there was no cum when I was in there. <laughs> I didn't feel another man's dick in there, so. <laughs> oh, that. I think that is the funniest thing I've ever said. I say that about everything. That is it. That is it. <laughs> That's the peak. Oh my gosh. Just like, hmm, it's a little tight. It's a little tight. It's fine. <laughs> There's nothing else in here that feels out of the ordinary. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, oh, one thing we did forget to mention before she fucks Roman is that she says that she is afraid of him. Salem says she is afraid of Roman. And he says, you shouldn't be. You're my secret weapon and there's nothing for you to worry about. Is his name the Guardian or Roman? I think it's both. Oh, okay. I think he is the Guardian. He is. The yeah. Guardian. Gotcha. But that's pretty much where we leave it. Yeah. Um. It was an intense episode. I, I wonder, liked this episode. I did too. I wonder what's going to happen 
I feel like the ice stakes are going to be a big thing. Yeah. Like, it's going to have to be... They, they This show loves um, pitting Eric and Bill against each other. Right. But so far, they're, like, bar- they're bros. And I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I feel like it's going to come down to, like, oh, like sacrificing somebody like themselves um for the other and i just don't understand the terry part yeah he was so good why did he have to lose his fucking mind look i don't know (laughs) mental health is complicated yeah but that was season five episode three Mm -hmm. what was your favorite part of the episode um my favorite part was jessica find like being there for jason yeah but my favorite line was like you guys can either uh buy my overpriced drinks or go back to humping each other or get the fuck out yeah that was gonna be my favorite line <laughs> i like that one too um what was your favorite part of the episode um honestly the pam stuff i love backstory mm-hmm. and i think that hers is really fascinating and i think it was cool to see how everybody kind of like met up and it was weird to see lorena as like I totally forgot she existed. Yeah. Ever since she died, I've been like, who the fuck's Lorena? Yeah. But it was just interesting to see her her as more, like, apologetic and humanized. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, fuck all this. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. going to go back to fighting and fucking. The one thing is, Pam seems so independent. Mm-hmm. Like, in that, um, even that vision, other than, like, needing him to change her. Yeah. Seems very independent. And surprisingly how much she's missing Eric. Well, she's never been without him. For however long they've been together. That we know of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, send us your favorite part of this episode on our Instagram or send us an email. Uh, But we are, yeah, season five, man. That's crazy. We'll see you next (laughs) week for episode four.